Welcome into the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com for Saturday, May the 29th at Churchill Downs. I'm Tom Leach, along with Jim Goodman, back from vacation as we take a look at the late pick four at Churchill. It includes four stakes, two of them graded. And by the way, while you were gone, I did uh, give out a pick four ticket last week that hit for uh, 250 and change. So uh, that was a nice uh, hit for our listeners, hopefully. So let's see if we can get them two in a row, Jim. Uh, We'll start in the eighth race, the grade three regret for three-year-old Phillies going a mile and an eighth on the turf. Who'd you like in here? I like Spanish Love Affair from Mark Cassie. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Mark's got a strong hand in, in a lot of these races uh, on Saturday. On Saturday, if you look at them, um, this horse <clears throat> came out of the Appalachian at Keeneland, went off as the two-one second choice. I think Jouster was probably the favorite there and won the race. Um, this horse just never got started. Steadied after the start, was wide all the way around, and just didn't get anything out of the race at all. <clears throat> She had just won the Here Comes the Bride at Gulfstream extremely impressively, and they were really high on her going to the Appalachian. And I think you just draw a line through that. And if you draw a line through that one, the buyer progression is amazing. It's 72, 78, 79, 81, 84. And um, I, I just think that, that Mark will have this one ready for a big effort here, and I, and I think she's got a huge shot to win this race. Uh, when we get to the pick four, I'm not going to single her, although she would be the one out of all the four races that I would think about singling. There's some other horses in here uh, coming out of uh, uh, the, the same race at Churchill, an allowance race on May 8th. Uh, Gam's Mission, Flown, and Money for Row. And you can make a case for, for all three of those. Uh, I think the one with the most upside is probably uh, Gam's Mission. Uh, that was only her third career start. She put back-to-back wins. She broke her maiden and came back and won against winners, which is pretty impressive. Um, and so she takes another step forward in her third le- third race off a layoff. She's going to be tough. Uh, Flown ran second in that race uh, because of my respect for Brendan Walsh. He's 8 for 28 at the meet, 29%. So he's he's hot at the meet. Santana's doing well, so I'm going to use Flown. Also going to throw in Brad Cox coming out of the Appalachian. Uh, he, she didn't run very well in the Appalachian either. She, contested the pace a little bit and faded but um hopefully she's got a little bit better in her brad cox and drew you gotta throw them in there too but if i were playing this race i would definitely take spanish love affair on top with three or four horses below in the second spot with all for the trifecta i'm going to try to beat spanish love affair with the brad cox horse serania um just that was a you know certainly a very tough group last time and she finished ahead of Spanish Love Affair. Now, you mentioned the trouble Spanish Love Affair you know, had in there. This horse, uh, Saranya, has run well on the Churchill turf course, so that doesn't hurt. And you're just getting a better price, so that's mainly the, the reason I'm going to take a shot. But uh, I'm just really going to go too deep when we get to the pick four because if you go beyond those two, I think, then you have to go five or six deep. And um, I'm going to go deeper in some other races, so... Uh, go with those two when we get to the pick four, but Saranya is going to be the win pick. Grade three, Matt Wynn, three-year-olds going a mile and a 16th. You have a couple of horses coming out of the Kentucky Derby, Obezos and Helium in here. I'm going to try to beat them with a horse that won on Derby Day out at Oakland. That's Folsom for Brad Cox. The last two races have been much improved, a 90 and an 87 buyer, a sharp local work. And Giroux coming back in the saddle is uh, noteworthy because he rode this horse in his first three starts. So I'm going to try to beat uh, the top two. I think those Derby alums will 
get uh, more of the money maybe than Folsom, I hope, and get a little better price on Folsom. But uh, Obezos and Helium are, are both uh, you know strong contenders in here. And I think game day play is worth throwing in as well at a price. Third behind Folsom, but a close third in that race at Oakland. And that was the first start since being claimed by Ro- Robertino Diodoro. So if, and there was a significant improvement in the buyer speed scale. So if he can take another step forward for Diodoro, he could be right there too at a much better price. So I definitely want to have him on my pick four ticket. But Folsom's the win pick for me in the Matt win. How about you? I was between Folsom and Helium, and I settled on Helium simply because um, the owners probably got derby fever. He was undefeated going to the derby, but he had already only won on the poly track at Woodbine and then won the Tampa Bay Derby at 15-1. to 1. So that was just a huge step up in class for him that he wasn't ready for. He, he, was, he was competitive for the first half mile and then dropped back and finished mid-pack. He, he, he beat nine horses, I guess, or ten horses. But I think if, if he had not run in the Kentucky Derby and you were looking at his past performances without the Derby, this is a mile and sixteenth at the distance at which he won the Tampa Bay Derby. Beat some nice horses, beat Hidden Stash and Moonlight Strike in that race. Um, I think he'd be the, the favorite here, even though Obesos has, has probably got a better uh, overall resume. Uh, I think Helium has upside, and if that Derby didn't take too much out of him, I think he's got a big shot here. Uh, I'm going to use the same three horses that you talked about, though. I think um, Obesos has got a big shot. Um, I've lost some money on sitting on go. I'm not going to lose any more on Dale Romans. Dale, Dale's really cold right now. And uh, this horse seems to be a kind of a typical underachiever. He starts out hot, and then he just doesn't. He hasn't won in a long, long time, and I'm not going to waste any money on sitting on go. So Folsom Helium and Obesos will be my top three. Tenth race is the Aristides. Six furlongs for four-year-olds and up. Nice field in here. Who did you land on? Yeah, this one was the one that I, I really couldn't narrow down. And um, I, if I, when I play my own ticket, I will very likely use all here because I'm going to give you more than half of them, and that's my rule, that, which I broke last week at Indiana Grand, but we won't talk about that. This race, uh, I, I couldn't get couldn't couldn't get a real good feel on who I really liked. Tap it to win is going to be the favorite on the outside for Cassie, and if you toss that uh, ill-fated Churchill Downs race where he uh, contested the pace and just faded to, to almost last. Uh, but Flagstaff, Lexitonian, and Whitmore in that race, There's no, they're not in this race. So $100,000 stakes race at Tampa where he won by four and a quarter, and he probably deserves to be the favorite. Sir Alfred James has got a big shot moving up in class for Al Stahl. Haunt for Sue McGahee just got nailed at the wire by Tough Love, and I'm going to use both of those uh, in that offshore $80,000 race at Churchill at seven furlongs. Uh, I thought Haunt really got. I, I thought he, we won the photo, but it was uh, a, just a breath difference. Bango for Greg Foley coming out of the same race was on the lead. It got passed by Flagstaff, Lexingtonian, and Whitmore at seven furlongs. So the cut back to six ought to suit him very well. And an Empire of Gold simply because those speed figures coming out of Oakland Park and then the two races last year at, at, at Keeneland. Uh, the Phoenix, where he almost won, and he ran a good fourth in the Breeders' Cup Sprint. So Empire of Gold has got to be used here, too. I just think this race is so wide open. So I'm going to go six deep here. Uh, if I had to pick a winner, I'd probably take Suge McGahee with Haunt. I like Tampett to win in here. Um, if you look at the last three times he ran in races that were not graded stakes, he won them all. He's also three for three at six furlongs. So 
I think this looks like a really nice confidence-boosting spot for him after that uh, dismal performance on uh, Derby weekend. So tap it to win, but Empire of Gold just ran his best buyer last time, and he's hooked the likes of CZ Rocket and Whitmore. So I've got to have him in there. Uh, Bango uh, off a third and a grade one I'm going to use. And then Sir Alfred James loves Churchill and looked good winning last time and uh, makes a confident move up in class. But, you know, speed figure. All right, here we go in three. Could certainly be right there. So I'm going to go four deep, tap it to win on top for me. The Douglas Park wraps up the late pick four. Four-year-olds and up on the turf at a mile and a 16th. Set piece uh, is who I ended up taking on top. Best buyer figure of his life last time. Two wins and three starts at Churchill for Brad Cox. Uh, Gray's Fable comes out of the same race and was a, a good third and has run his best two races in his two starts this year. So he's now might make an improvement in the third start off the layoff and seems to be in career best form. Logical Myth has three wins at this distance and I uh, think has some class about him. Uh, Pioneer Spirit is a Diodoro claim, and this horse has some back class. Uh, so if he can uh, move up with the new barn, he could be there. And then Ramsey Solution I'm going to use just off the two-for-two two record at Churchill. So I'm going five deep when we get to the pick four, but I like set piece on top. How about you? Well, you're obviously not out of money like I am, but um, I almost single set piece in here. Uh, I thought the last race, the opening verse at Churchill was was absolutely outstanding. Won by a length and a quarter. It looked a lot easier than that. Beat Stafford Sinclair, beat Grace Fable. Um, but this horse needs a pace to run at, and I'm I'm not comfortable with singling a horse that that is dependent upon that pace. So as a backup, I use Ramsey Solution, who I think is the is the best speed in the race and has a chance to clear here, uh, and two for two at Churchill, as you mentioned. So uh, Le Peru and Ward, Ward's doing well. Le Peru uh, doesn't seem to be as hot as he used to be, but he, he can still ride. And, and I, I think he fits this horse. Uh, he should fit this horse well. And, and I, I, he's a good turf rider. And, and I think Ramsey Solution has a chance to lead him wire to wire. So that's my logic in using these two. I think I've got the best speed uh, with Ramsey Solution, and I've got the best closer in set piece. So what's your pick four ticket look like? All right, my pick four ticket is 72 bucks. So in the eighth race, Spanish Love Affair, the four is my top pick. But I'm also using the 789, Gamble's Mission, Flown, and Serrania. So 4789. With 235 in the Met win, Helium, Obesos, and Folsom. Going six deep in the uh, Aristides, Haunt, Tough Love, Van Gogh, Empire of Gold, um, Sir Alfred James, and Tap It to Win. So that's one, two, three, five, nine, ten. And then only two deep in the Douglas Park, four and eight Ramsey Solution and set piece. So my ticket is four seven eight nine, with two three five, with one two three five nine ten, with four eight for seventy two dollars. I have an eighty dollar ticket just using two horses in the Regret, four and nine, then two three five eight, then three five nine ten, then four five seven eight nine to wrap it up. Eighty dollar ticket on my late pick four play. Best of luck to all our listeners, and we'll be back next week. Belmont Stakes weekend for the In the Money podcast from KeenelandSelect.com.